This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. This is MPB Think Radio. Hey there, welcome into Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jay White, thanks for listening this morning. I'm here today with Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg, and Wills Cotrer, IT expert at New Core Steel, and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. Everyday Tech is MPB Think Radio's show about consumer technology and your very own personal IT department all wrapped up into one convenient package. Jeremy can help you fix it. Wilts can help you keep it safe. And both can do either rather well. So uh, we're in good, safe hands either way. We want to hear from you today. Got any tech problems, issues, or questions? Or do you have a story or experience to share with your technology? If you want to update us on how something's been going that you've talked about us before in the, in the recent past, call Everyday Tech today. The number is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. You can email us, everydaytech at mpbonline.org. And today on the show, as I mentioned in our uh, introduction at the top of the hour, a USB-C headphone adapter for your phone that costs $200. Why would one cost that much, and why would you want it? I have an answer for you, and it might not appeal to you at all, but it may appeal to you greatly. It appealed to me greatly, and I still don't know if I'm going to part with $200 for it. We'll talk about that. The UK launches a new watchdog to govern the actions of big tech. This is the way the world is uh, moving. YouTube says it's getting better at enforcing its own moderation rules. Um, I am awesome. Just ask me, YouTube said. Uh, And (laughs) what's new in the streaming world for the month of April? A lot of new stuff going on and some good stuff to watch. The, the, (laughs) The article, and I try to move around and go from one site to another to kind of, you know, to to see what they're talking about and how they kind of break this stuff up. There's a ton of stuff that comes online every month for all of the different streaming sites. And there's a a ton of stuff that goes off. And I like to see how the different uh, groups kind of break it up. And um, the website that I used this month kind of has a must watch, um, suggested watch, and then a, if you're bored category. And I'll go ahead and uh, I'll give away some of the store here, Fred. Um, one on one of the sites, uh, all of the Police Academy movies, except the original. Weird. I don't know. All of the Police Academy movies are coming online, and they categorized all of them under the "if you're bored" 
section, and I was offended. Anyway, again, the number is 877-672-excuse uh, me, 877-672-7464. I'll give that number out again correctly, 877-672-7464. Everybody has a favorite police academy, right? Citizens on Patrol, City Under Siege. Anyway. Um, number one. I mean, just number one, man. <laughs> police, the original police academy. There you go. Uh, also, uh, five Android alternatives to the Clubhouse social media network. It is something that uh, obviously is in your world if you are an iPhone enthusiast and you love social media. Uh, it has generated a ton of buzz. If you are a person like me that that generally operates outside of uh, the the Apple ecosystem, you hear about this all the time, and you you wonder and you're jealous maybe a little bit, and you search for it in the Google Store, and there is a Clubhouse app, but it's like a project management app. It's totally different, <laughs> so uh, that's not it at all. But I do have a list of five alternatives for the Clubhouse social media app. If you are an Android user and um, uh, I don't know if either of you guys have any kind of experience with it at all. Java, our engineer, uh, has had some experience with it. And we'll talk a little bit with him about that as well, because I'm eager. It's it is what appeals to me. Same thing with this USB-C drive that we'll talk about. Uh, excuse me. USB-C headphone adapter is um, Clubhouse is is like an audio first social media platform and audio only well they audio only <laughs> yeah okay and i don't know if you know this but i work in radio so you know the 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 long time pushing a video before audio is a personal thing for any radio guy or woman and uh, anything that pushes audio before video has a safe soft spot in my heart so i'm for this before i've even used it or know what it is so, and I'm eager for it to be on Android, but it's not. And they keep saying it's going to be, and they keep pushing the date back and pushing the date back. It's going to be a couple of months. It may be, you know, before the end of time. So, I mean, they're, they're going to get to it eventually. But in the meantime, people keep trying to download the actual Clubhouse app on Android, and it's not that social media app. It's, it's like a, a sauna knockoff. It's like a project management app those poor people <laughs> social media posts where some guy was like man i can't imagine all the bad ratings and reviews those people are getting for not being the right app or actually just taking the name first a while back all right 877 mpb ring is the number 877-672-7464 wilts we missed you last week how's it going man oh man it's been going pretty good feeling a lot better this week uh, <laughs> yeah just kind of you know Made it through everything, had a good Easter, and now it's just been one of those busy weeks this week. So it's uh, it's been good yet busy. I understand. Jeremy, how's it going? And you mute button. Had a little trouble unmuting my mic there. <laughs> it's not going uh, at all. Going oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've been pretty busy with uh, fixing a lot of uh, terrific Windows updates lately. In Uh-oh. fact, there was a uh, there was an update they rolled out a couple weeks ago that broke a lot of people's printers. Mm-hmm. Um, it also messed I... up uh, label printers. Um, mine was a victim to this. So you know, we label every customer computer that comes in with a uh, at least one label to make sure you know we know who it belongs to. 
they usually print out several because you know you got to put it on their charger and all that stuff and um we uh went to print and you know everything's normal and the way it's supposed to be hit print and this blank label comes out and i was like huh it's weird it's never done that and i hit it again and the blank label comes out and i'm like i don't know i think it thinks it's printing these things it's just not actually printing them and then uh I go to Dymo's website, and they're like, oh, yeah, Microsoft broke something. Here's how you fix it. And it was telling people to go in and pull out one of the uh, one of the KB updates. And I was like, yeah, most people aren't going to do this. So I guess they're just going to wait for Microsoft to fix it, which I think they have at this point alleviated the problem. But it broke a lot of stuff for my clients. So I imagine it broke a lot of stuff for a lot of people. There you go. So if you've had that, that issue, that's is why you're you are explaining why it is we we wait to push out our updates. I used to give it at least a good month or so uh, to see what breaks before we're going to actually push them out to folks. Gentlemen, the cherry on top with this one is um, one of my clients. He um, he's he's pretty savvy, and um, he uh, he noticed that the same update was messing his stuff up so he went in to roll it back in the middle of all the bad weather that we've been having oh no and oh no the power went out in his building and let me just say i spent several hours last week trying to repair his windows installation but nothing would fix it i mean inevitably we had to reinstall windows and transfer all his data and start over Yikes. Um, he got trapped in the yeah, ether, don't, huh? Don't roll your drivers back during bad weather. And if you do, at least have it hooked up to some kind of a battery backup or something. Um, a lot of times when I do uh, driver updates, I mean, not driver updates, but uh, BIOS updates on motherboards, like for gaming rigs and stuff, I have a battery backup that I will plug it up to just in case, because if you're doing that update to the motherboard and the power goes out, bye bye motherboard. I mean, it is possible it could survive, but usually when it's writing to that memory on the board and something goes wrong, that's it. Mm. It's over. Um, anytime you do an update like that, it, it's got in big red letters. Typically do not power off during update. Yeah. So Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't want to find out, so I always hook it up to a battery backup. That's a good point, and something I think maybe not a lot of people think about. Uh, you know, maybe they're not necessarily aware of the weather outside, or maybe they don't necessarily connect the two. But yeah, that's that is interesting. That's one of the it's pretty astronomical odds, maybe, to have the power go out at the same time yeah. you're updating your computer like that. Ouch. Yeah, but I right yeah. when, right when you turned the corner on starting that story, I, I I felt like I knew where you were going. I was like, oh no, oh, oh yeah. no, stuck between the proverbial rock and the hard place. All right, eight seven seven MPB ring is the number eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Let's start our calls today with Vicky, who's called us from Bay St. Louis. Vicky, good morning. Good morning. Um, I have a question. It's uh, probably. Uh, trivial to you but i'm i need a new iphone and i wondered the best best way to uh buy a new one if i don't want to be tied to a contract uh is there any 
recommendations? Um, well, pretty much from any of your carriers, you can always buy your phone outright. It's just typically not a big chunk of change that people want to pay up front. But any it, but, any carrier should allow you to purchase the phone outright without having to have any kind of a contract. You can then, also go directly mm -hmm. through Apple. Well, which is the most cost effective? Because I know the um, when they want you to take the contract, I assume they're giving you a discount to do that, or or are they? No, not no? not no, not likely. Um, sometimes okay. I wouldn't call but it a in discount. Most cases, what they, they do they make it more approachable over a long distance of, of time. Phone. Yeah, they mm -hmm. subsidize the cost of your phone over like twenty four months, so it ends up being right. like. 30 to $50 a month for the new phone, which is what most people go for. But mm -hmm. every carrier should offer you to buy it outright. But if you want to go the best route, I would say um, probably just straight from Apple would get you the best price. And I, I, I mean, you might be able to catch them on sale at some point, but they mm -hmm. really don't sell the, the new ones like that unless they're doing some kind of a promo through a carrier of sorts. Right. Yeah, Apple then, doesn't... Uh... The, the the price you're going to pay at the Apple store is going to probably be the same price you're going to pay in general at your carrier unless that carrier, like Jeremy said, is running some kind of special a promo. Uh -huh. That's going to usually be tied to locking you into a contract. Okay. And then the other question is, uh, I have a 7 right now, and I'm just as happy as I can be, but it is starting to act up. So would you recommend that I go to a 12, or just do you think I'd be okay with a, an 11? If you're happy with your seven, um, uh -huh. I'm sure you'd be just as happy with an eleven. Um, and it would be should be cheaper, correct? <laughs> a lot cheaper or not? Yes. I don't know about a lot cheaper, but I mean, but compared to the twelve, yes, the eleven, I, probably hovering around seven hundred right now. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not really certain on the numbers as they change right. way too frequently. But um, uh, retail yeah. for the 11 right now is sitting at seven hundred dollars. Um, so, the pro with a thousand and the pro max being eleven hundred. Uh, the now, 12 one is thing hundred dollars each above that. One thing you want to keep in mind about transitioning from a seven to an 11 is you're going to lose your home button. If you like your home button, um, uh -huh. you can get an iPhone SE 2020 which is um, more like an iPhone 8, actually. Um, uh -huh. But it still has a home button attached to it. So a lot of people still like that home button. Um, the newer iPhones do not have one. You use an interface. Uh, you swipe up from the bottom. Um, there's a few gestures that you use to achieve the same mm -hmm. functions as the home button. Okay. And it has the facial recognition uh, feature uh, the there? The 11 does the... I do not believe the SE2020 has facial recognition. Now, somebody could definitely correct me on that because I've only played with one and for a very brief period of time. Okay. Well, thank you for all your help. That SE2020, by the way, uh, mm -hmm. is retailing right now. The 64-gig model is uh, 399 The 128-gig model is 449 and the 256-gig model is 549 So much more approachable. Um and yeah, okay. like the guys were saying, if you were if you were completely satisfied with your iPhone seven, there's absolutely no reason to jump into a twelve. 
Okay. There's no reason to well, spend that money, that much money, uh, to get brand okay. new technology. Okay. And it's well, always possible you. that your 7 could use a battery or it might need like a reset or something. It may be that your 7 works perfectly fine. It just needs a little bit of either software assistance or it might need a new battery or something like that mm -hmm. because the 7 is pretty old at this point. So the battery in it, if you have the original factory battery, it's probably wearing out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's my pr main problem. The battery just doesn't, I mean, before half a day it's gone. So. Well, okay. if you want to talk about cost effectiveness, then absolutely I would look at replacing the battery in it. That's a pretty uh, affordable repair, um, and it, it would extend the longevity of your phone and give you more time to save up for an iPhone when you're ready to graduate. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Absolutely. Vicki, well, thanks for calling this morning from Bay St. Louis and starting us off today. We'll take our first break here. When we come back, we'll get back to the phones. You can call us up, 877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464. Plenty yet to get to, including a $200 USB-C headphone adapter for your phone. And that covers everybody. That's Android and iPhone. Well, most, not all Android, but like if you're a big Samsung guy. It's those, like mine, taking at the headphone adapter, stupid people and anyway yeah that and uh youtube telling everybody it's getting better we are awesome now at uh enforcing our own moderation rules i'm not racist just ask me is basically what youtube said it's just not not exactly the same but you, you understand what i'm saying that and much more we've got to take a break here it's everyday tech on think radio This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. This is MPB Think Radio. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Thank you for listening. Let's go back to the phones. We have Alan, who is in Brandon, to start us off on this portion of the program. Alan, good morning. Thanks for calling. Hey, hey Jay Wilts and, and Jeremy. Hope y'all are all doing well. Uh, yeah, I was just going to comment a, a, a couple of things. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think the, the, the iPhone SE 2020 is just, just what that last caller needs to get. I mean, the, the form factor is identical to the iPhone 7. I mean, uh, it's got the home button still. And, 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 and unless she's trying to get into to major photography, I mean, there, there, there's no reason. Of course, I mean, I'm I'm visually impaired. I don't I don't use my camera that much on mine just to take pictures of text and stuff. I have them read, but uh, the SC2020 is a great it's a great phone. It's a good price, so it's, uh, I've been real happy with mine. Uh, and, and then my other question is, uh, uh, maybe this this one might be directed to Wilt. I I'm still running Office Professional 2010 uh, on, on my home computer, right? So you know. I, 
I'm just one of these dinosaurs. Once I learn how to use software and stuff, I I don't want my software updating itself all the time. And I'm, I'm not a huge fan of subscription models like everybody seems to be moving toward because, you know, I, you know, I want to pay a price and, and be able to last a few years without having to keep chipping in every every month. But uh, uh, I, I'm starting to get some issues with email because technically speaking, Outlook uh, I use Outlook for all my email, and it comes with Office Pro. Uh, Outlook 2010 is not considered a secure app anymore, so you can't. Uh, I've got a Gmail account, so I, I'm not able to turn on. If I try to turn on two-factor authentication with uh, 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 with my Gmail account, every time I try to download a uh, you know a message using Pop uh, to, to my computer, I get some kind of error error thing saying, "Oh yeah, something's not secure," et cetera, et cetera. So I'm I'm thinking about upgrading my office, and uh, I really want to buy a, a perpetual license. I don't want to do the Microsoft 365 dance and have my uh, have to pay every month and have my software update all the time automatically. Uh, so here's my question: You can find a lot of stuff cheap on eBay, but I, I'm real hesitant about buying stuff off eBay. Especially like Microsoft Office Pro 2019. I'm just wondering what what Wilt has to say about where I should look and what I should expect to pay for that. Uh, well, the, Microsoft is getting away from the perpetual licenses. They've pretty much said no more from 2019 on. You may could still find old versions of 2016 out there, but. The, the one thing about that I've noticed with Microsoft when it comes to their software is once they release the newer version, they stop selling the older version. So well, the month right. 2019 came out, 2016 was off the market. They're not going to sell it anymore. Um, and just like you recognize, too, um, you can almost count on 10 years of support for any Office product. So that's why you're getting those alerts now. Microsoft has totally disavowed all knowledge of 2010 at this point. Um, right, right, right. So... Yeah, they're really pushing the the O365 models. Um, and I'm looking, yeah, Jeremy, yeah. have you noticed, too, it seemed like there was actually yeah, a non-renewing option for that, though. You can still buy it outright. Um, if you need the one that has Outlook included with it, then it's going to cost you about 220 bucks. But you can buy it outright, and they'll send you a key. Then you have a Microsoft account that you'll attach that key to, and then they'll give you access to the download. And then you have it perpetually. So it should work for the next 10 years, at least, we hope. Um, Regarding your email issue with the new version, it will uh, support the newer, secure platforms. So you'll be able to fix that issue as well. Um, If you're not using uh, app passwords in your Google account, there's there's a way to get a specific, like a password specifically for your Outlook. So it'll if you go into your security settings, you can generate an app-specific password, and it will give you a long key that you can use in Outlook only as your password to get secure access. And, and that's being generated by, by Google, or that's being generated by Microsoft? Uh, by Google. Okay, okay. Okay, well, uh, maybe I, well, I think... You know, I know y'all are right about the whole subscription thing, but I, I'm just not really—I'm not ready to get into that with the, uh, 
yeah, you have to you have so much of that stuff with, with Apple and stuff. I and I, I don't want to. I don't want to have to. I, I really don't like my. I mean, you can you can imagine when you can't see and, and, and you can't use your eyes. I, I hate interface changes and stuff. So I, I really don't like software oh, updating itself. It's just it's just a real pain in the butt because you know they all the feature set tends to stay the same. They just move around how to access it and stuff, and it's a real pain once you've learned you know your software to have to have to deal with that kind of stuff. So. Uh, uh, I, I'm really yeah. trying to avoid well, it, and I've heard that I've heard they're coming out with a Office Pro 2021. Have y'all not heard that? Uh, oh, surely it's knows. it's on the horizon. Okay. Yeah, I mean it, so, it, it'll it'll be coming on out there. You know, there's something else to kind of throw on out there for some people who may not uh, who may be looking at the whole Office thing and thinking, you know, it, it can get to be kind of expensive. There is actually some free options out there too. You have things such as Open Office, which is a competitive free product. Um, it may not have all the bells and whistles of of your full blown Microsoft Office, but it can do just about the same things. And there's also a free uh, alternative to Outlook as well, uh, called Thunderbird. So maybe some other things to at least consider. Um, Thunderbird is a Mozilla product, right? It is, yeah, or it yeah, used to be yeah, anyway. It's an, yeah. it's an email. It's an email product. Yeah, but I, I, I yeah. can tell you, I, you know. Uh, I've got, I think I've got LibreOffice on, on on this machine just as, as a backup. A lot of those things just aren't as accessible with screen readers and stuff. And yeah, you know, what? It's uh, the same old story, you know. I, I've learned, I've learned, I've been using Office for years, and uh, you know, I, you know, I know Excel and Word, and, and I don't do much with PowerPoint, but uh, uh, I, 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 I'm just going to be a real, real dinosaur and say, you know, I, you know, I don't want to learn something new because it's, it's just hard, and you know. Uh, Microsoft's real good about making their stuff accessible, so uh, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on the bandwagon. Now I just got to figure out yeah. how to convert my my Pop account to an IMAP account, so I'm I'm researching that. So that's uh, that, that that's the current challenge. But but anyway, thanks thanks for your help, guys. Uh, uh, you know, I love I love the program. But y'all y'all take care and stay safe. Thank you, Alan. We appreciate the call Alan, from well, Brandon this morning. I always want to help you keep things as familiar as I can to you because you have vision issues. So um, if you want to keep going with the version of Outlook that you're using, you can still do that. Um, you just got to go to uh, accounts.google.com and go to your security tab and then uh, look under where it says signing into Google. And under the two-step verification part, there'll be a thing that says app passwords. Once you log into your account, you can get an app password. You can take that over into Outlook, and you can continue to use that platform securely. Um, inevitably, one day you will have to upgrade, uh, and there are options for that as well. And uh, we didn't really answer your second question, which was, can I buy something like this for a lower price off of eBay. Well, um, I got a friend, haha, who uh, has done that from time to time. And um, some of them work for a while, but eventually Microsoft is going to crack down on those domains that offer those free installations and you're not going to be able to use them anymore. Having said that, uh, because I've, I've researched that before, not everybody wants to pay full price for something like this. Some of them do work for a while, so my friend told me, at least. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine. <laughs> Man, I just want to – Wilts mentioned open office. Uh, the, the hero of the pre-Google suite world. 
open mm-hmm. office. Oh man, what's this? I'm going to be able to do word processing without paying Microsoft $7,000 for word or Excel. Anyway, I just, that, yeah. that another, well, yeah, another uh, incredibly soft spot in my heart for open office, even though it is kind of a dinosaur now poor. And, and look, I, I held on to 